Good morning everybody, it is Cameron from Marcus today with another morning meeting. It is Tuesday the 6th of September. Marcus, you've got the overnight. I certainly have, Cam, thank you very much for that. And Wall Street shut, of course, overnight, so everyone's frenzying about the little issues in Europe like a gas pipeline being shut. We went away last night and the German market was down 3.3%, or the futures were down 3.3%, and the market fell 2.2%, so it wasn't as bad as expected in Europe. The French market was down one2 UK was actually up a little bit as Liz Truss becomes the new PM and there was some headline about Russian politicians pouring scorn on the new British PM. They obviously don't like her. Italy was down 2%. Stock 600 index was down 0.6%. The Euro's at a 20-year low. Not helping things overnight. Morgan Stanley published a bear case prediction that the MSCI Europe index, which is the Morgan Stanley Capital Index, which is what a lot of people benchmark themselves to. The MSCI Europe index could fall 19% with a severe recession in Europe spilling over to the global economy. What they don't tell you is that that MSCI Europe index is already down 26% from the recent top, but they are highlighting what everyone's talking about at the moment, which is the risk of recession in Europe. Oil price up 2.9% overnight. OPEC agreed a small 100,000 barrel per day cut in production in October. German oil Automakers fell overnight. Renault down, well, that's French. Renault down 5.5%. Volkswagen down 3.7%. BMW down 3.6%. Porsche down 4.6%. Iron ore price doing okay, up 3.3% overnight, having dropped 9% in the last two days. And BHP and Rio were up a little bit in the UK. Not much changed here. BHP's up a touch. Rio's down a touch. Metal prices mixed. Nickel was up 4.2%. Some of the nickel stocks are up today. Zinc was up as well. Copper was up half a percent or so. Aussie dollar, a little bit firmer, 67.89. Bond markets closed in the US. Gold closed in Europe. NG stocks leading. There are some concerns for the utility stocks in Europe. The big German utility, Uniper, fell 11% overnight. A lot of European utility stocks getting themselves into trouble because they are capped at the price they can charge a consumer, but not they're not capped on the price they're having to pay to find gas. So some of them are going out backwards and some have already failed, so governments are pulling NG packages together to bail out all these companies. In good news, there's $42 billion worth of dividend money dropping this month. Mild support for the stock market, and that is about that. Thank you, Marcus. And Leighton, what's happening in our market? Thank you, Cam. Nice to have a new voice on the podcast. Looking at our market, the ASX 200 is currently trading 35 points higher and futures tipped an eight-point gain this morning, so we're tracking along better than that. Onto the sectors, the all-tech sector is trading higher. No big winners, but most things up across the board. Resources are the story of the day. Lithium stocks are flying along. Pilbara Minerals is up 5.1%. Allchem is up 4.5% and Liontown Resources adding 5.8% percent there. Coal and uranium stocks are also finding some nice gains on the back of that energy crisis in Europe. The OPEC plus 100,000 barrel cut per day only equates for 0.1 percent of global demand so it's not a very big cut that they're making. Coal stocks Yen Coal is up 6.3% despite going ex-dividend yesterday. Whitehaven Coal is up 3.5% and some of the uranium stocks doing better. Paladin is up 5.1%. BMN is up 5.8%. 
DYL is up 5.8% and BOE also up 5.8%. Big resource names, BHP is up 0.8%, Rio is down slightly, down 0.3% and Fortescue Metals is up 1.2%. They went ex-dividend yesterday as well. Looking at the banks, they're sort of just doing nothing ahead of that RBA interest rate decision later today at 2.30 and they underperformed yesterday as well. Some of the announcements today, we've got Magellan Financial Group who had outflows of $1.3 billion for the month of August. They're currently down 0.2% and Incitec Pivot has provided a business update at their AGM and they're down 5.4%. Looking at the calendar, as I said, we've got the RBA interest rate decision out at 2.30. Over in Europe, we've got the S&P Global Construction PMI for August. The same in the UK and coming out of the US, we've got the ISM non-manufacturing PMI data. Some corporate events, as I said, the Incitec Pivot AGM has already been and we've got a Woolworths AGM today as well. Thanks. And over to Marcus for strategy. Uh, Thanks, Cam. Yes, well, we've covered a fair bit of it. We are frenzying about this European energy crisis whilst Wall Street is shut. I'm sure when Wall Street opens tonight, we will be not so concerned about it. But our market cruising along without worrying about it. We're up 36 points today. Futures were only up eight and the European damage was not as bad as expected. So I've got a few strategy bullet points today. I'm not sure you should be chasing the energy sector at the moment, although the energy sector is obviously racing. The oil price has come off the top. This energy crisis could end if Russia turns the pipeline on, which does seem unlikely, but possible. In which case, this energy sector trade is event-driven rather than a reliable, fundamentally driven uptrend. So not sure you should chase that. More the game, of course, is trading these lithium stocks and uranium stocks and even coal stocks, which are flying again today. I've updated Henry's small caps portfolio today. A lot of decent gains in there. Liontown Resources, for instance, Ironia, lithium stocks, gold sort of holding its own for the moment. And you'll see some charts of the lithium stocks and uranium stocks or Paladin in the strategy piece. They are all trending up at the moment. But the only game in town at the moment is to wait for the market pivot point, which doesn't look like it's here yet. And also the resources pivot point. But with all this chat about recession in Europe, inevitable, says one strategist. And with Morgan Stanley attracting a few clicks with its prediction that a severe recession in Europe is possible, the market's not going to go anywhere for a while, nor is the resources sector. Recession talk drives commodity prices down and the Aussie dollar, and that's not good for resources. We're going to need a dose of economic optimism for the resources sector to turn around, and we're probably going to need some improvement in the Chinese COVID lockdowns, which doesn't look like it's on the horizon. So not much incentive to buy the market or resources at the moment. I've got a quote in the strategy piece from one fund manager today, which says, you've got a better chance of making good money when markets are down. So we welcome the volatility. We welcome short termism because it increases the chance that you're going to be able to buy mispriced assets. And absolutely, that is true. Long term investors, I don't think should necessarily be worrying about this market at the moment. It doesn't look precipitous, doesn't look like a big long sell off for the moment. And any active engaged members should have already done some selling and can now welcome this sell off because it is creating an opportunity. So the game now is to spot the market turning point. There's no need to predict it. No one knows if Russia is going to turn the gas on overnight or never turn it back on. We just need to react when things change. And for now, the market's in a welcome for those in cash. Tis about energy, recession, 
open risk, which is good news for those affected by short-termism. Get those prices down. I've also made a comment about central bank madness today. It is astonishing, really, that the ECB can be thinking about raising interest rates 75 basis points at the same time that businesses are paying extraordinarily high energy bills. It is almost like central banks are on autopilot raising interest rates because headline inflation is up, but it's going to make absolutely no difference to the energy price. And all it does is smash businesses at a time they're already getting smashed. Maybe the ECB can take the lead and do something imaginative. They've got their meeting on Thursday night. The ECB do something imaginative. There is no chance of that. Maybe the RBA this afternoon will do a little bit better. I'm not sure they're blessed with imagination either, but everybody predicting 50 basis points. After that, the RBA is expected to back off to 25 basis point rises each meeting for the next five meetings. The bank sector obviously slightly worried about just what the RBA will deliver. If they go dovish or soft, then the banks will probably lift. I've got updates of the ideas portfolio, which has no ideas at the moment other than Oz Minerals. In no rush in this market to start adding trades. I'm sure I should have held those, definitely should have held those. Pilbara Minerals, which are up 18.6% since we sold them on the 23rd of August. Mind you, we saved ourselves some money in things like Sandfire and Rio selling those. Macquarie also creeping a little bit better, trending up again. In the strategy portfolio, we're still in 50% cash. As I say, not looking to call the bottom just yet. And that's about that on strategy, ideas and small caps today. Thank you, Marcus. And for our question of the day, if you had $1 billion, what would be the first thing you'd buy? Oh, I know what mine will be. Leighton. I think it'd probably have to be a car. I'm a massive Lambo fan. Matte black. Aventador too. Yeah, nice. Very good. My mum and I, we always say that I'd buy an island if I had enough money. So we enjoy going to Vanuatu, an island off the off the coast there. And I'm sure you could buy Vanuatu, but you, Little know, you might get there. A billion a dollars is a lot of money. You might get there. Mine is obvious. I would buy a Spitfire and spend the next year learning how to fly it. Or maybe a P-51, that Tom Cruise P-51's rather nice. Dad was a fighter pilot. And there we go. That's another morning meeting wrapped up. Uh, We'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you.